No one loves your kids like you do. And because of that, no one worries like you either. So whether your worry is about the choices your kids are making or how to provide for their many needs and still sleep once in a while, worrying seems to come naturally to parents. Today we go to Philippians to discover a simple and practical way to actually do what we have always known we should do, worry less and trust God more as a parent. Welcome to the Inner Strength Parenting Podcast, where we dig into the scriptures to find insights on everything from how to help your kids stay spiritually strong in a crazy world to simple, clear steps that will help you become everything God knows is in you. Now, heaven knows I am not a perfect mom. It takes everything in me and a whole lot of divine intervention to keep my stress somewhat in control and my family thriving. But I believe that when you choose to live with the Savior by your side, nothing will stop you from doing what Heavenly Father sent you here to do. I'm a certified positive discipline parent educator and mindset coach who helps parents live their missions, love their lives, and raise kids who do the same. I promise that by tuning in each week, you'll get a much needed boost of hope, practical insight, and scriptural truth. Let's do this. When I was first learning to drive a car, I was just 15 and my parents bought me this mustard yellow car. It was a Datsun and its top running speed was, wait for it, 55 miles per hour. That is as far as it would go. And on the back of the car, it had a little bumper sticker that said, resurrection, God's recycling plan. Well, I tried to pull it off, but it had been on there for so long that it would not come off. So yes, I got to drive into the high school parking lot with that bumper sticker on my car. But my friends, it got even better because my parents decided that they wanted to buy a stick shift for me first so that I would know how to drive it. They knew that the best time to learn that would be now so that if I ever had to drive a stick shift car, I would know how. Or if it was automatic, obviously that would just be easy. And so if you've ever driven a stick shift, what happens is instead of just getting in the car and you know turning the car on and driving, you actually have to shift this little lever into a different gear as you go. So first of all, you start out and you go, but as you pick up speed, you have to shift into higher and higher gears as you pick up speed. Now, while you do that, you hold in a pedal. It's like the gas pedal, it's the clutch. And if you don't do it just right, what happens is the car shakes forward and backwards and then it often just dies and you have to start the car over again. Well, one day I'm driving and I have my little brother who is in the back seat. He's this cute little blonde haired kid, just little, and he's so excited to be riding with his big sister in the car. Well. I start driving the car and I don't, I'm still learning. So when I go to shift, I don't do it quite right. And the car starts shaking back and forth and stalls out and stops in the middle of the road. Well, I'm a teenager. So my first reaction is to look around for who saw me, hoping it's no one I know because I'm completely mortified. But my little brother, on the other hand, has a completely different reaction. His arm goes up in the air. He starts swinging it around in a circle and he goes, Ride 'em, K! 
said, will you do that again? <laughs> he thought that it was the best thing ever. Well, sometimes in life, Heavenly Father asks us too to do things that are a little bit difficult. He may not ask us to learn to drive a manual transmission, a stick shift car, but he may ask us to go through trials that are really difficult. And according to Paul, he does it for a similar reason. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 12, Paul says, I know both how to be abased and how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. In other words, he says he has been instructed how to do all the things, how to drive both types of cars. He knows how to abound and how to be in need. He knows how to be high and how to be low. He knows how to be full and be hungry. And Paul isn't kidding. He is writing these words while imprisoned. He has been stranded on an island after being sunk at sea. He has gone through so many things in life. And yet he says in Philippians 4:13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Just like my parents knew I would be able to drive any kind of vehicle, the Lord knew that Paul would be able to do anything if he was taught and taught he was. So how did Paul do it? It's easy for us to read it and say, that's awesome. He went through all the things and it helped him trust the Lord and get to the point where he could honestly say and believe, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. But how do we do it as parents? How do we do it when we're laying in bed at night, worried about the choices our kids are making? How do we do it when we are at our wit's end and we don't know how we can do all the things we're supposed to do? How do we not worry when life is so real? Well, thankfully, Paul also gives us the answer. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 8, we read, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So the first step Paul says in verse 4 there is to rejoice in the Lord always. In other words, no matter what happens, whether you're high, whether you're low, whether life is good, whether it's hard, find a reason to rejoice in the Lord. In verse 6, Paul says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. So this is the real key that Paul is giving us. And what he is saying is he says, don't be anxious. Don't worry about things, but in everything, in other words, no matter what that thing is that comes into your life that you're worrying about right now, instead of being anxious, he says to pray with thanksgiving, to pray with thanksgiving. And why does he say that? Well, I think it is because he knows that he can do all things through Christ. And he trusts that good will happen of whatever comes to him. In the October 2023 conference, President Russell M. Nelson said, when the pressures of life crowd in upon you, think celestial. And a little while later, he continued, as you think celestial, 
you will view trials and opposition in a new light. In other words, when things happen, we tend to just focus in on the problem and focusing in on the problem makes the problem look big. But if we can back up and think celestial and see the whole picture, then like Paul, we see that everything that comes in our life is Heavenly Father's way of teaching us. He's teaching us to drive stick shift. He's teaching us how to deal with all sorts of things so that he can show us that he will bring us through all sorts of things. And once we have done this, we will have been instructed and we will be able to say like Paul, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. We'll be able to know that whatever happens in our life, whatever shows up for us and our kids, that we can do it. That even though it seems impossible and we have no idea how we're going to get through it, that he can turn every storm of life into a miracle, that he can turn it to our good and to the good of our kids. So the more we think about it, the more we worry about it, and the more we overanalyze it, and we just think, I just don't know how this is going to work out. So we have to do what we can do and then trust that whatever happens, it will be and it will turn to our good and to the good of our children. And if we do that, he says in verse 7 of chapter 4, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. In other words, no matter what happens, you're going to have peace inside and you're going to know everything's going to be okay. All right. So we know you're supposed to do that, but how do you actually do it? Thankfully, Paul gives us the answer to that too. In Philippians chapter four, verse eight, Paul says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. In other words, he says, there's a lot of things in this world. Some of them are bad. Some of them are good. Some of them are scary. Some of them are exciting, but choose to think on the things that are good. When trials come into your life, you can think about all the things that would go wrong and all the reasons it's not going to work out, or you can give thanks to God that you know that he is going to lead you and lead your child through this, and he's going to turn it to your good. You can give thanks to God for allowing you to have this earthly experience and to grow and to learn to trust him. And then you can know that he is going to take care of it and you can let him make that peace in your heart and you can just trust. Stop overthinking, redirect your mind to the things that are positive and the blessings that are in your life and stop overanalyzing the things that could go wrong. In other words, when those worries come to your mind, Stop overanalyzing, think about the good things in your life and say to yourself, I trust the Lord. I trust the Lord. And when you do that peace, the Lord has promised is going to come to your mind. And you will remember what Paul says in Philippians chapter one, verse six, when he says, be confident of this very thing that he, which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. In other words, the Lord is performing a good work in you and he is performing a good work in your children. 
and he will not stop until that good work is completed. And so you can know that whatever is happening, whatever storms are in your life right now are actually part of that good work, that they are part of what he's doing to bring you to him and to help you become more like him and to help your child do the same. And so my friend, when you see the waves, when you see the storm and that fear starts to creep up inside you, stop your mind, redirect it to the things that are going well in your life and the things that have gone well in your life before as the Lord has blessed you and remind yourself, I trust him. I trust him. This is all part of his work and he does what he does magnificently well. Know someone else that worries about their kids because they love them just like you do? Be sure to share the love and send them this podcast. I'm Jamie Knapp, and until next time, here's wishing you the peace and sunshine that comes from the true sun, not only when the storm has ended, but during it as well.